The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash centralpa sportsmed to learn more. Welcome back, everyone, to another awesome week of the PA High School Football Report podcast. I'm Nebby Asaj here with my co-host and Penn Labs High School Sports Editor, Brian Linder. Brian, we're getting closer and closer to the football season, man. How you doing this week? Nebby, uh, I'm doing good, man. You know, like you said, we're closing in. Our Midpin Media Day is next week, mm-hmm. uh, Cumberland Valley High School. Um, so big day there. We're going to have every team in the Midpin come in. I think I counted 15 media outlets, 25 media folks coming in. So it's going to be a big day and um, a lot of stuff going on. But it's going to be a big week, right, uh, for, for the PA High School Football Report podcast, Nebby. Um, we got a great guest on. Um, and we're going to talk some NIL, right? Definitely. You know, and, and the guest we have on this week is, is someone who's representative of NIL. I would call him an expert. And that person is Jordan Rooney. So, Jordan, thank you for coming on today and joining us. Appreciate you guys for having me on. Hey, Jordan. Uh, so. You know, I always like to say, you know, keep talented people close to you. And Jordan and I never really met face-to-face, but we've talked. And Jordan's done a lot of things across the state. And he's got a great all-star game that he's put together out in Pittsburgh. And he's been a he's a young guy who I think is really brilliant and, and talented. And um, so he and I have talked back and forth a couple times. And um, and uh, I know Jordan's been out in front of this NIL stuff. But, Jordan, first of all, uh, tell everybody kind of everything you have going on. Because I know you have a lot going on. And tell us about your company and, and everything you're doing, man. Cool. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, so from Newcastle, Pennsylvania, uh, live in Pittsburgh now. Um, I've always been super interested in like the the digital age and how digital media and digital platforms allow us to provide access, tools, resources to where you know years ago, if you wanted to go work somewhere, you had to know someone. If you wanted to start a company, you had to know someone that started a company. And social media kind of changed all that, and so I've been obsessed with that concept for years started a, a marketing agency and a nonprofit um that's basically just an employing youth employing young people and partnering with brands and basically teaching them how to be cool in the digital age um we still have that that marketing agency to say to today we have uh Andy warhol museum is one of our big clients we've done work with giant eagle we've done work with you know a bunch of different brands we started working with dell um but as far as the athlete stuff goes this is where you and i met brian um we've had a high school all-star football game the past seven years now, um, it's been interesting, right? Like our first year we had it, a lot of the uh, coaches wouldn't let their players play because it wasn't the big 33. It wasn't, you know, the East versus West game. It was just us saying we want to run something for the players. Um, and it was interesting was is we uh, we penalize the players if they don't celebrate when they score. So players have loved that. We were doing personal brand workshops for them for seven years. And what happened was a lot of those guys ended up going division one. They ended up going pro. So they had me help them with their brands. Like DeMar Hamlin, who plays for the bills now is one of the big ones. Um, so I started an athlete creative agency knowing that the world was shifting and there was a lot of athletes who weren't being served in the proper way by their representation to help them in the digital age. When NIL was going to be announced about a year before when there was discussions, I came up with this idea of being a personal brand coach. So pitched around the concept of being a personal brand coach and became the first one in the NCAA uh, through Duquesne University. And then from there, things kind of just took off, uh, started developing partnerships with schools, athletes. We launched the first high school NIL campaign in the nation. 
And as of now, um, work with a few different schools, work with a bunch of athletes, Division One, advise a lot of high school kids, five-star high school kids, work with some pro football players. Um, and then on top of that, the collectives, the the brands, like really have done every single aspect of NIL since day one. So, Jordan, you know, Nebby and I talked about NIL a little bit last week, with the, obviously with the PIAA rolling out their preliminary plan and, and starting to get this thing going. And, you know, I, I, I don't even pretend to, like, know the ins and outs of high school NIL um, because I feel like there's going to be guys who are like a Rodney Gallagher or a Micah Parsons when he came through here who are probably worth a lot of money. Um, and then there are going to be kids who maybe are worth a couple hundred bucks from a sandwich shop locally and stuff like that. I don't know. My argument about my stance about NIL always when I see people uh, talking about, well, kids shouldn't be paid and this and that is, you know, if a high school music student made a CD, right, and then he sold it or, or signed a record contract, everybody's patting that kid on the back. But the athlete, I feel like it's an antiquated kind of way of thinking where people kind of put ownership on athletes. Like an athlete shouldn't be able to make money off their skill. And I find it hard to say, you know, hard to tell a, a music student they can and an athlete they can't make money off their skill. So I think it's a pretty simplistic stance. But, you know, as we get ready to, you know, head towards, you know, NIL being a thing in high school sports, what are we looking at? What kind of um, climate are we, we going into here in Pennsylvania and around the country, really, George? So the most important part, the clarification that people need to realize is NIL isn't players being paid. NIL is not restricting them from pursuing entrepreneurial opportunities. That's all it is. Like, it's not like people are like, oh, this is going to change everything. Well, why should they be strict, restricted to start a business to be able to make money? Whether you like it or not, we're in the digital age. You having a large following means you now can start a business. You having a significant influence in the community, you can start a business. Well, athletes are the ultimate influencer in a lot of ways. So this is why it was so crazy it wasn't able to happen with college players for so long. All you're doing is you're not restricting them from being able to pursue entrepreneurial opportunities. Ronnie Gallagher can start an app and right now and not be able to even tell anyone that he runs that app because he could be generating revenue to it using his name, his image, his likeness. That is what the ruling does. From there, how people choose to be capitalistic in nature with it is entirely up to them. It's If you are someone who's like, yeah, I'm willing to, to make money, more money at my job, I'll take a promotion. Oh, yeah, I can quit my job and start my own business. If you're someone who would say yes to all those things, how could you be against restricting high school athletes from being able to pursue entrepreneurial opportunities? That's what name image likeness is. That's a great point. I feel like it's a flawed talking point for the people who pretend to like be against this. Uh, is they always say, well, you know, particularly college, well, they shouldn't get scholarships then if the school's paying them. The school's not paying them. And the same in high school. You know, if a, if a kid... If Rodney Gallagher signs a NIL deal, if it was if it was legal right now, if it was allowed in Pennsylvania, uh, more Highlands wouldn't be paying him. It would be Josie's cars or whatever. So I, that's a great point, um, uh, uh, Jordan. You know, and, and I'm glad you brought that up because it's one of those, you know, incorrect I think talking points you can put out there. But you know, when when we're talking about these kids, Jordan, I think one of the things that a lot of people don't understand is 
what the market can be for a high school athlete and 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 maybe what we're going into there and what this is going to look like when you start allowing athletes to make money off the name, what their marketability is and, and, and what that money could be like for them. I mean, what, what are you looking at there, man? And, and what do you foresee? Uh, I know you actually, you know, have some dealings with a couple guys in New York, right? Yeah. So what I tell most players is actually all players, what is your product that you're offering to a brand? So if you, don't have a decent following or if people aren't commenting on your posts, a brand isn't going to want to partner with you. You don't have value to a brand to do a social media partnership. Or if ESPN isn't talking about you or you know your games aren't getting all this exposure, you don't have value to a large brand. So you're not going to make a significant amount with NIL. Like NIL, you, it's, you know, part of it's quid pro quo. You have to be able to justify the value of what you're giving them. 95% of players are not making any significant money in college right now. The only players who honestly made a lot of money are the ones who, before the NCAA cracked down on the transfer or the commit. That's where they made a large amount of money. High school athletes are not going to make a lot of money. They, like Their expectations need, need to be more realistic. This isn't for them to make a lot of money because there could be their the homecoming queen could have 40,000 followers and get way more engagement on the post, that is a more valuable brand deal for a brand to look at. Now, the parts where you really look at, okay, here's where things get tricky, and this is where I can see why people would have an issue with NIL, is, I don't know, let's say a kid is looking at UConn. Well, can a UConn alum do a deal with that kid, basically backdoor it in some way, or like has a friend who has a business to do a deal with that kid to get them a significant amount of money? Or private schools, you know, and this is where it's entirely up on the state to be able to place these restrictions and be able to regulate them. But that's the only real way you're going to see players make any significant amount of money. Other than that, it's going to be food deals. It's going to be snacks, drinks, working with the local tire shop, $250 here, $500 there. It's not anything that's going to be life-changing. Jordan, like Brian alluded to, you touched on a lot of great points in terms of entrepreneurial opportunities and helping athletes become financially literate and aware of the, the things that are out there for them. I guess my question for you would be, what sort of, what sort of was your driving force in the, in the mechanism and helping you to, you know, want to help these athletes, right? Helping them be aware of their, their options that are out there from an NIL standpoint. Yeah, I would say it's for years mm -hmm. of me and being in brand building and athletes waiting until they graduate and they don't go pro to say, hey, Jordan, I want to start building my brand. And I tell them it's too late. It's not entirely too late, but imagine if you started building it while all this attention was on you. Mm -hmm. The phrase I always use is leverage them while they love you. Mm -hmm. Athletes, like Rodney Gallagher is a great example, right? You know, there's some guys out in Philly as well in the same light where you guys are making money off of them, right? Penn Live mm -hmm. is making money off of them. The AD, the coaches, the everyone is the recruiting services. They're making money off of these players, but the players are not able to make money for themselves. So for years, it's they've been unable to make this money. So when NIL came about, it's like, all right, well, let's talk about how we can utilize this, not to just make money in the moment, but to leverage this into something so you don't get stuck working a job that you hate. Because that is the, the most depressing thing for me is how many athletes who have all this attention on them, they get used and abused, 
and then they're done playing. And then now they're stuck on their own trying to figure out how, you know, they can make ends meet for them and their family. That was my initial, that, that's what my motivating factor with NIL. I do think, Jordan, something you brought up going back to what you were talking about previously is I do think that we're going into this. We've seen some eye-popping deals in college now. And I think that there is an air of unrealistic expectation too, especially for high school athletes. I think that there are a lot of people thinking that, you know, people who are saying they're against this, whatever reason, which again is, I, I think, silly. I think we're on the same page there. It's name, image, likeness. You can be able to make money off of who you are, you know, regardless of how old you are and what you're doing. Um, but, uh, you know, I think that they, those people will think that these kids are going to be making, you know, wild, wild amount of money, a uh, wild amount of money. And I think that there's a lot of high school athletes who think they're all of a sudden just going to start getting, uh, you know, a pay funnel coming in here um, for the money. Um, what, what do you tell these parents, though? And, you know, if I have a star athlete, if my son is a Rodney Gallagher or whatever, how, how do we approach this? Uh, I think you brought up some good points about starting to build that brand. How do you do that? How do you get this going to where you can actually become a marketable uh, high school athlete who can make a little bit of money off of this? Yeah, the simplest way I'll put it is this, is um, look at the value of the TV channel to be able to sell a commercial, right? Like if I want to work with ABC and ABC selling me a TV, TV commercial, well, their value to me is their viewership because I'm paying them to get their viewership. Me as a business, I don't have that viewership. Now, influencer marketing turned it in at a different layer of this. Not only are you getting their audience, so an influencer has a million followers, not only are you getting their audience, but also it's a trusted audience because they follow that influencer because they trust them. So you're adding an extra layer to this. So when you look at it from name image like this, the most popular, most frequent deal is a social media promotion deal. So if you have an audience that is engaged, well, what is the value of that audience? If it's a local tire shop and they're like, all right, seems like there's 3,000 people who follow you around this town who really love what you do. Uh, well, to me, that's worth a thousand bucks because I'd have to spend $2,000 on a billboard. And I think I can get more out of partnering with you than putting my company on a billboard. That is really how you need to look at this and, and figure out how you generate that audience and brand. But the biggest issue you have with a lot of male athletes is they think they're too cool to utilize social media. I think they're too cool to build a brand and create content. I say, you're too cool to build a brand. You're too cool for a brand deal. So I, I have I have an athlete and my athlete has a great social media following, my son or whoever, right? And, and, and now we're moving into an NIL era, era. To me, the only thing that I, you know, I, I do raise an eyebrow over and I say, well, there's money, there's chances for manipulation. And especially when it comes to kids. And I said, now, I feel like there does need to be strong adults around these kids, making sure they're not being taken advantage of. When there's money, you have to be aware of some things, right, going into this. And how, do, how would I approach it if I feel like I have that athlete who has that following, who has that brand and could be valuable? How do I move forward then and, and make sure we're not being taken advantage of and that we're, we're getting everything we can out of NIL? Yeah, so part of – the biggest issue with the agent industry, marketing rep industry, is there's no transparency. And, you know, PA right now, you could be an NIL agent. But all it really takes to be an NIL agent is signing up for, with the state, paying like $280 and getting it notarized. 
So it's not necessarily putting you in the best position to be successful. What you need is you need someone who has an understanding of contracts. There's a lot of local lawyers who, if it's a player who has potential to go pro someday, leverage them. Hey, will you donate in-kind services being my lawyer to oversee this contract? That is like the best way to go about it. Don't have your AAU coach. Don't have your uncle. Don't have somebody that just handle it on their own. There's a lot of great resources out there. And the best part too is the people who do things the right way, like hopefully like someone like me, you reach out to me and say, Jordan, you look at this contract, like 100%. Here's the steps you need to take. Like, and everything should have a contract. Early stages NIL, we had players just doing deals and they're like, oh yeah, I'll Venmo you. No, that's not the way things work because a brand could own your IP. You don't do a deal. They could use your picture 10 years from now. You're playing for the Steelers. They're still using your picture to sell products. So like you always need a contract in place as well. Brian, Jordan hit on a lot of great points, but we'll be back after a word with our sponsor. The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash Central PA Sports Med to learn more. And we're back. So, Jordan, again, uh, you, you brought up a great point and, and you know, the, the things to be aware about for athletes as it pertains to NIO um, from a nationwide standpoint. How, how far do you see this going? When I say that, I say this. The PIAA, like Brian mentioned before, is still dipping and dabbing. Um, they made a statement uh, saying that they're waiting to see what neighboring states in Pennsylvania are going to do as it pertains to NIL in high school. But in the years to come, where do you foresee this going and what platform do you see it reaching? So for high school, like, you know, the one major um, issue is you have the National Federation for for high school sports is against NIL. They're against it. So, you know, and this is where like they're behind the times. So, you know, the NCAA realized like, hey, we just got to get out of the way. And there's still not any uniformity when it comes to NIL. So a federal law would need to be passed in order to create that. Eventually, like that is what the hope will be for high school because it doesn't seem like the National Federation for High School Sports is going to want to do anything at all. And so when you look at it this way, NIL becomes very political because it's all based on the politicians and how they want to interpret NIL. So realistically, we get to a point to where there's a level of transparency. There's a level of guidelines that's, that's uniform across the states. And there needs to be some sort of education provided on a high level for high school athletes, just like they take their baseline concussion test. Well, now they should have to take a financial literacy test. They should have to take a representation test. So that that is where I think this this eventually needs to go. You know what you brought up, you know, talking about different things you can get trapped into with these deals in high school. And, you know, I saw Andre Odom, who's a prominent agent. You know, he's Michael Parsons agent. Uh, he and I have a pretty good relationship. And I saw him post, you know, everybody's an NIL, NIL agent all of a sudden. Uh, so I feel like it is a little bit of a Wild West situation out there right now, Jordan. I mean, it, it's like there. I mean, the climate's a little weird out there. right now. There's, there's nothing really too clear about all of this. Yeah, I mean, like the players we work with, we don't take any percentage from them. Like we do not take we don't take a percentage from any 
high school or college player we work with. We mainly service advisors and we'll create content with them. But because that's I'm a, I'm a firm believer that players should use NIL as an opportunity for agents, marketing reps, et cetera, to prove themselves. Like before NIL, it was, oh, I just graduated college. I got a few months. I got to figure out who my agent is. Well, now use four years to figure out who your agent, who your marketing rep is. Don't be exclusive. Don't just work with one person. Leverage. They've been leveraging you for so many years. Leverage them and say, all right, you want to work with me? You got four years to bring me in deals. So you, what you have happening is they're signing with their AAU coach. They're signing with their seven on seven coach. And these are people who they haven't been able to be successful with. If they, if they haven't been able to be successful in their own business, well, how are you going to trust them now with your brand? So kids are getting taken advantage of right now with people that they're supposed to be able to trust. And I've seen some of these guys, 30, 40% they're taking. That's not even industry standard. Industry standards, 15 to 20%. I've seen people last year pushing for kids to transfer just so they could get their percentage from it. There has to be some, some guardrails in place, some sort of guidelines for punishment if you are taking advantage of kids because of NIL. It's funny, Jordan, because I told Nebby, and we talked about this last week, is every talking point that I see people try to use against why kids shouldn't be paid for who they are, it really comes back to failures on the, on the adults. You know, like I've seen people say, well, it's going to ruin team chemistry. Well, that's on the coaches and that's on the program to handle that because that's, you know, even in an office level, right? You're going to have high performance and, and you have to manage that. That's life. Uh, and and you just, what she's talked about, I've seen people say, well, kids are going to get taken advantage of. Uh, and that is a real concern because, again, money's involved, but that's on the adults too. So I think you have to definitely have to surround these kids with good people and, and, and they need to find good people. Their parents need to make sure they're finding good people. This is this is the point I always make. It's like something new happens and everyone's like, oh, here's all the major problems that can happen with it. It's like, yes, that's happened with any major shift in our society. Like you look at an article from the 1800s when the subway was announced. Everyone's like, oh, there's, we're going to disrupt evil spirits from the subway. And it's like, you know, when the internet first came about, everyone's like, here's all the problems with it. Yes, there's going to be problems caused because of NIL. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't do it. The, the, the biggest thing I see is NIL is forcing rich people to give money to people who don't have it. Like, what is like in the grand scheme of things? I'm okay with that because if they are justifying their market value, well, there, how can you debate that? We live in a capitalistic society. If someone's saying, hey, I want to pay this kid $100,000, how can you be mad at that? Obviously, they have a reason why they want to pay them $100,000. Someone wanted to pay you $100,000 to go play basketball. What are you going to say? Oh, it's not fair. <laughs> no, you're going to say, yeah, I'll take it. At the crux of every, every one of those arguments, you're right. The, the, at the crux of it, you're simply arguing that a person shouldn't be paid what they're worth. So when you put it that way, it's silly. Um, so, you know, Jordan, listen, you, 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 I think you've given us some good pointers here. Um, you know, I know like you, you've got a couple athletes. I know in New York, a couple of basketball players you're working with. Tell us about some of the athletes you're working with, some of the things you guys are doing with high schoolers and uh, in, in other states and, and um, you know, what you got going on here down the road. Uh, yeah, a lot, like I said, a lot of what we do is just advisement. So like, 
you know, we did the first high school NIL deal in the nation with Ian Jackson, who's now number one, 2024, Boogie Flan, who's number nine, um, continued to like, just stay in touch with those guys and, you know, be just useful to them. Um, you know, we've worked with Tyke Smith and Ashim Young, um, those guys at Imhotep, Imhotep's, Imhotep's just a phenomenal program. And their coaching staff is phenomenal too, just on how they're able to stay in touch with their players over the years and be a resource for them. Like that's been actually a differentiator for some of those guys is their coaching staff isn't like, oh, hey, you're done. Let me know if you need anything. Your coaching staff's like, no, I'm going to help see this through with you. I'm going to help you out throughout. Um, we work with, you know, DeMar Hamlin plays for the Bills. Andre Mintz plays for the Vikings. Um, RJ Nemhard plays for the Cavs. So there's like some of our pro guys, college guys. Donovan McMillan plays for Florida. Uh, Brandon Hill, who starts for Pitt, uh, probably be first team All ACC. Derek Davis from Gateway was at LSU. Uh, Dante Cephas, who's at Kent State. Um, Tosh Washington, who's out at USC receiver. So for us, like our like we look at guys who can be good players, but also can be good brands. We're not just looking at like influencers, like the one who's going to sit the bench and just make TikToks. It's the ones that have that real like natural influence and also could be a third round pick. Well, listen, man, um, if there's, you know, we appreciate you coming on. And again, I feel like this is, again, sort of the Wild West in that nobody really knows what to expect or what's going to happen. Um, I do think that you're going to see a lot more, like you mentioned, smaller money deals, you know, sub shops and pizza shops, stuff like that. Um, but it's a, it's a very interesting time, Jordan. I know you're at the front of it and, uh, you know, Jordan's a good follow on Twitter and social media and, and Instagram, stuff like that. Jordan, tell people where they can follow you, man, and, and check you out. Yeah, no, I appreciate the shout out. Uh, so my name is J-O-R-D-O-N-R. So Jordan R. Everywhere. That's, that's how you can find me. Jordan, like, mm-hmm. Like like Brian said, man, we touched on a lot of great points. Um, as times change, we must adapt to them. And, you know, it's it's big changes coming in high school sports, NCAA, and uh, it's it's definitely something that a lot of people need to be aware about. So we appreciate you coming on, dropping the gems, and making the distinguishment between it being an entrepreneurial opportunity and just you know high school athletes getting paid. So, and Jordan, I'll be honest, man. I don't, I don't know everything about this. So if there's anything that you think is important that we haven't touched on, uh, you know, feel free to say it. Um, but uh, definitely I think there's a lot of good information you provided, a lot of good things for people to think about as we move into this maybe new climate here in Pennsylvania. I think it's overdue. And I think a, a person should be able to pay what, you know, be, be paid for who they are. Somebody wants to pay them. So um, we appreciate you, man. Anything we miss on, Jordan? No, no, that was, that was pretty thorough. Well, listen, man, uh, I'll be in touch with you because I got some other things I want us to get together on and, and whatnot. And uh, Follow Jordan, guys. He's a brilliant guy. He's doing great things out in Western PA. He's got a great all-star game he puts on every year. And uh, Jordan, man, appreciate you coming on and shedding some light on this. Thanks, guys. Thank appreciate you, Jordan. You. The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash central PA sports med to learn more.